Yes, 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 yes. Welcome back to episode number 11 of the Hostile Environment Podcast. I am your host, Jay. This is Easter Monday, so this is the Easter Monday edition of the Hostile Environment Podcast. So let me start off by giving you guys a little bit of advice. There's three things that tell the truth in this world. Small children, drunk people, and yoga pants. Take it or leave it. It's what it is, but I'm spitting truths here. Anyways, um, because it's Easter, um, I was going to try and, you know, um, break a world record for shoving Cadbury cream eggs up my ass, but sadly I was too late and somebody has already done it. A 34-year-old man from Lancashire, England has been awarded this year's prestigious art award called the Turner Prize for cramming nine Cadbury cream eggs up his rectum. The previous record was six, by the way, in case you were wondering. So not only did he beat the record, he fucking annihilated it. This is a new era in British art, apparently. Previous winners have included a picture of a dead shark on the beach and a portrait of a topless woman in bed drinking vodka. So if you are a struggling artist and this story proves anything can be art, then you just need to kind of think outside the box open up your horizons, and maybe also open up your asshole. Yikes. Speaking of assholes, um, I can't speak for the rest of you, but I can speak for myself for sure. But um, are we, and by we I mean me, but are we at the age, and I'm 42 like I said, um, are we at the age now where just waking up means that you've got to do like a full fucking body exam to see if there's any random pains or soreness? Because I clearly am, and it's 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 horrible. I'm I haven't done anything physical in fuck. I, I can't even remember the last time I did anything physical. Obviously, I haven't been to the gym in like a fucking over a year. Um, but um, a couple of days ago, I woke up and my my fucking tailbone like was like crazy painful. It's it like it's like I played hockey the night before and fell on my ass. But there was no hockey. There's been no jogging. I'm fucking barely walking these days. Yet somehow my tailbone hurts like a motherfucker. And before that, the week before that, I woke up and my fucking ankle was killing me. I just put my foot down to step out of bed and it felt like my ankle was going to give out. Again, for no apparent reason. I haven't done anything to justify that sort of pain. And the, the a fucking week before that, it was my back. I woke up and it felt like fucking my back was going to break. I could barely get to the washroom in the morning. Again, not because I'm doing anything physical. And it's also not because I'm laying around doing fuck all, because I am walking my dogs, and I am doing other shit. I'm going grocery shopping and whatever, so I am moving around. I'm just not sitting around like a tub of goo on the fucking couch, but Jesus Christ, this is getting depressing. So, you know, if you guys are having that same issue, please don't hesitate to reach out. We can can talk about therapeutic recipes to, uh, you know, the ice pack or the peas or the fucking, the icy hot or, I don't know, something. But feel free to reach out. Anyways, uh, moving on from that. Um, so the feedback that I got from the Neil and Lisa episode, which was my landmark number 10 episode was pretty great. So thank you guys for actually reaching out and and asking me some questions and talking, um, about how much you enjoyed the episode. And yes, I realize it was just a shade under an hour. So some of you couldn't listen to it all at one time. I do get it. It is a fucking, a bit of a commitment to listen to me talk for an hour. But if you finish the episode from start to finish, even if it took a day or two, Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, For the fan who reached out and said that I couldn't possibly top that episode or top that story, 
Um, I'm happy to report that you're probably wrong. Um, I have a couple of other stories that are just as fucking good, if not better. Either way, they're on the same fucking playing field. So uh, stay tuned and wait for episode number 25 because that will be the next uh, landmark episode. That will be where I drop my next fucking crazy story. Um, not to say that Tone Tales and all that are going away anytime soon because they're not. But if you guys want another fucking crazy anecdote, something like that, 25 is the episode to wait for. Now let's get to some news and notes, shall we? News and notes. Uh, this story came out on Saturday, and it's kind of sad. Uh, rapper DMX oof, oof, is in a vegetative state after suffering an OD and a heart attack. Uh, since Saturday, reports have DMX in and out of the ICU as of now, which I googled it, and it was roughly six hours ago, so let's say noonish on Monday. Um, he is still on life support. He has had one to three heart attacks, and he's not doing well. well. That was a pretty easy one to figure out. He's had to be revived three times, which doesn't bode well for the Rough Rider, who looks like he's heading towards the bright light in the skies, unfortunately. And it's a damn shame. I know there's not a lot of people out there that love hip-hop, but back in the day, DMX was the shit. He was, his songs were pretty fucking entertaining. They were pretty great. He had a... Uh, let's say, fair to Midland shitty movie career. One movie with Steven Seagal and a few others, but uh, not the greatest actor, but his music was pretty fucking catchy. He's fallen on hard times as of late. I know he's playing bankruptcy and he's been in and out of jail and a whole bunch of other things, but it's uh, it's sad to see these guys who, you know, made good music back in the day and, you know, have the, the shitty end of the stick at this point. Anyways, all the best to DMX, hoping he survives. Uh, next story, how about this one? Tiger King. Who remembers Tiger King? I know I'm a little fucking behind the times here because this shit's a little old, but there's obviously news. That's why I'm reporting this. Um, so Joe fucking Exotic. I mean, we all know this guy. Um, it was the show that helped us get through the first wave of the lockdown or the pandemic or whatever you guys are labeling this horse shit. That's where we are. But Joe Exotic was a massive hit, a huge fucking smash hit. Um, it, it made white trash all over North America stand up and, you know, kind of tighten their Bass Pro Shop hats and be proud of not brushing their teeth for weeks on end and smile with pride as their fucking meth teeth were breaking and falling out of their face. Um, and I have to admit, I was enamored with the show. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. It was hilarious. Um, I think it was six episodes, six or eight. Um, either way, I binged to watch the shit out of it, which I regret because after I did that, there wasn't a whole lot more to watch, but I did binge it. Um, so it was a massive hit for Netflix. Um, it kind of split two sides of the people right down the middle. You were either Team Tiger King or Team Carol Baskins, depending on you know what kind of what side of the fence you were standing on or sitting on, so to speak. Well, unfortunately, with Tiger King going to prison for 22 years for his role in the murder for hire, which was Carol Baskins. Uh, oh, sorry, spoiler alert, by the way, in case you haven't seen Tiger King, but I fucked that up, I guess. So, sorry about that. Uh, so, yeah, for trying to uh, murder for hire and violating federal wildlife laws. Um, obviously, the show did not have a happy ending, as, you know, Joe Exotic did end up going to prison forever. Um, well, depending on where your loyalties are uh, in this reality uh, TV series, I suppose, maybe did have a happy ending because he was awfully bad to the animals. So um, he, he probably deserves to be in jail. 
Anyways, um, things just keep getting worse for the old fucking Joe Exotic. It was revealed um, just about two weeks ago in March of 2021 that Tiger King's husband, Dylan Passage, has filed for divorce. So yes, Tiger King will be back on the market. There had been They had been married for three years, uh, but nine months into their marriage, uh, Tiger King was arrested, and they haven't seen each other in person, not in the confines of a federal prison, since 2018. Uh, the ex, soon-to-be ex-husband of the Tiger King, Dylan Passage, says, It wasn't an easy decision to make, and the situation isn't fair to either of us. We are on good terms and hope it can stay this way. So I'm sure Dylan can move on and find happiness somewhere else uh, in this world. And I'm positive that Joe Exotic, with his level of C-list celebrity, um, that grade A winning personality, and that fucking gorgeous blonde mullet, will make him extremely, extremely popular with the fellas in the prison that he's staying in, in the lovely city of Oklahoma. Next story up. Um, oh, how about this? Everybody's favorite member of Destiny's Child, Beyonce. And if you can name the other two members of Destiny's Child, I will give you $142 in cash. I'm not going to tell you what currency, but it will be $142 in cash if you can hit me up with the other two members of Destiny's Child, especially the third one, because one of them had been in movies. But the third one, I don't know what the fuck she ended up doing with her life. Pretty sure she's still rich, but anyways. So Beyonce had her storage unit broken into several times, so several times, over the past month, and lost over $1 million worth of clothes, jewelry, and other expensive items. So the, here's the thing about this story that immediately caught my eye, was Beyonce is fucking uber rich, and she's married to the fucking ugliest rapper I've ever seen, who is also stupid fucking uber rich. They have multiple homes, um, fucking L.A., New York, uh, a couple others, like Miami. Um, I mean, Jay-Z is like a fucking third owner of the Nets, I think it is, or something. I don't know. Anyways, he's stupid fucking rich. Um, but if you have, uh, so if you have all these homes, wouldn't you just be able to dedicate one room in any one of these fucking houses? Because I'm sure they've got massive ass rooms because they're mansions. Um, they're like fucking small castles. But don't you have enough room in just one room in the house to just dedicate all your shit that you don't want? Uh, you know, just fucking open a door, just throw it all in and close that fucking door. And if you don't want to see it, it's behind a door. It, you've got enough room. You've got fucking multiple houses. But okay, so then, you know, you've got... How much fucking shit do you have if you have three or four homes and yet you still need an outside storage unit? I mean, you'd have to assume... That wherever Beyonce and Jay-Z live, there's some kind of security in all of their homes. Whether it be a, a gated community, cameras, alarms, all of the above. Um, so, <laughs> if you have all this stuff, and you're, you, uh, instead of keeping your belongings in a secure home, you put them in a storage facility that has such horrible security that people can steal from there multiple times a month. Because they didn't just steal once, they did it several times over a month period. So they broke in, saw how fucking easy it was, and I don't even know how fucking, they either went back for 
you know, a joke and figured, holy fuck, we can still keep doing this. Or someone told them, so maybe it's an inside job, the security guard who works the fucking facility. I don't know. But holy fuck. But if you can steal from there multiple times a month, and not only are Jay-Z and Beyonce not notified, but they didn't even uh, shore up their security at all. So I'd say these thieves have giant hairy fucking nuts, but clearly anyone could have stolen this shit. I mean, if I ever win the goddamn Princess Margaret Lottery, which I think the draw is tomorrow on Tuesday, I want to say. I think it is. And I do have tickets for this fucking thing. That I'm keeping all of my Buccaneer swag, my signed Iserman jersey, and all of my other valuables, which my wife calls as crap, in one of my many secured fucking houses because I'm fucking rich and I can fucking afford it. So why would you have a fucking storage unit? What are you, fucking 41 years old and you're fucking deadbeat? Come on, you're millionaires. Get with the... Billionaires, sorry, let me... Billionaires. And just like these fucking... These actors and these actresses and these athletes that want to go out and get drunk and drive home. Why? Why? I don't fucking understand. You're fucking rich. Get a driver for $40 an hour that you keep on staff at all times. He just sits in the car. Like, fucking pay this fucking guy. Pay somebody to fucking sit in a car for you. So you can do whatever the fuck you want. Fuck, you can literally do whatever the fuck you want. And you're rich. I mean, I'll bet billionaire Tiger Woods will never not have a driver now, won't he? I think he's learned his lesson. Was it the second major accident he's been in? The first one, sure, involved a golf club and some other shit. And the second one that just happened recently. And yes, I'm happy he survived. But the second one has a bit of a controversy over it because there was no reason for him to crash. Uh, he Apparently, his talks, uh, his talks reports came back clean, but he just was driving down the street in the morning and just crashed into a tree. Okay. Uh, maybe he was texting and driving. Maybe his thick fucking thermos soup can cock was getting in the way and he had to kind of adjust himself. Who the fuck knows? But Tiger Woods will have a driver from now on, right? I mean, and what's the really what's the point of being rich? If you don't have people doing everything for you, isn't that the fucking dream? Isn't that why you wanted to become rich? So you don't have to do fucking anything? I mean, I'm rich. Cook my food. I'm rich. Work me out for three hours a day with a personal trainer so I have the fucking super bod. I'm rich. Service my cock whenever I ask. And then to fucking top it all off, I'm rich. Drive my fucking car. Fuck. Rich people. Jesus Christ. Get with it. Anyways, um, let's see what else we got. Before I read another story from the news and notes, I'd like to take this opportunity to share my overwhelming, and I mean over-fucking-whelming happiness towards a video I just saw online about two hours ago. It was quite poetic, and uh, karma, if you believe in karma, and I kind of do and I kind of don't, depends on the shift of the day and how the wind blows, karma truly has fucking given us a gift. So this video is online. I'm sure you can find it if you want. I'm not going to post it because the only one I can find is from his fucking feed and I don't want to give him the fucking the, the clicks. Anyways, um, this video is of everybody's favorite whore bag, Chris Skye, who I have mentioned in a previous podcast. Uh, this piece of shit went and started a fucking argument with the police and da-da-da and then the airport and he's an anti-masker and an anti-COVID and blah-blah-blah. Anyways, this piece of fucking human horse shit 
was um, at the Calgary airport trying to board a flight to Toronto. Well, 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 Mr. No Mask, Mr. Fucking Mouthpiece, Mr. Fucking Social Media Cunt is now on at least one no-fly list, which I'm pretty sure means he's on more than one fucking no-fly list. So excuse me while I fucking smile and enjoy your anger, you human fucking shit stain. And I do encourage you, if you want to see a guy, just go absolutely fucking berserk because he's not allowed to fly. It is Chris Sky Airport. I'm sure that it'll come up. Um, it's a thing of beauty. Um, I hate this fucking guy. He's stupid rich. He needs a fucking, he needs a severe beating. But unfortunately, I don't think I will ever get the opportunity to hand out such a punishment. Anyways, moving on to, and uh, now we're going to get to a segment of the show that everybody seems to love, and that will be called Headlines You'll See on Your Phone That You Will Never See on the News. Okay, let's go with the first one. Driver attempts to destroy giant snowman, not realizing it was built over a tree stump. So, not exactly the most grabbing headline. But you have to see the fucking picture, which I'm going to post on one of the social media uh, outlets for the Hostile Environment Podcast. Maybe Instagram, maybe Facebook, I don't know. I'm starting to realize that I'm kind of posting the same shit on every fucking platform. So I'm going to try and mix it up a little bit. Um, funny story, I did, for those of you who do follow me on social media, um, I did post a video, or sorry, a picture yesterday of my upstairs bunny. Um, with his um, upstairs stuffed animal bunny girlfriend that he humps all kind. And um, I don't know why. I'm fucking enamored with watching this bunny have sex. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's so fast and then he gives it a kiss after and then fucks off to go, to go eat or drink. I don't know what it is, but I'm enamored with this. And I didn't realize I was enamored with it until I saw it for the first time. I just started howling. And yes, I have the mentality of a 14-year-old boy. I understand. I get it. I'm guilty as charged. Uh, but what I did do was I did take a video and of him um, having uh, her fornicating with his bunny girlfriend. And I was going to make a horrible TikTok and put the song uh, Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You behind it as he did his business. And I decided not to because I figured it was kind of white trashish. But I really wanted to. So does that make me a bad person? I mean, we already know. Like, you know, I have a, a fucking bizarre sense of humor and... Uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm a kind of a fuck up here and there, but I mean, is it, would it have been that bad? I mean, is that like bunny porn? Am I like going to get arrested? Like, is it sort of a thing like sending porn? I don't know. Anyways, I didn't send it. I stopped myself mostly because my oldest daughter, when I smiled and showed it to her, she called me an idiot. So when your oldest daughter calls you an idiot, then that's probably a clue that don't do what you think you're about to do. And speaking of that, it was funny was, uh, my social media guy uh, recommended that I download Snapchat, which I didn't even know was a thing. Um, I knew my youngest daughter was on it, but I didn't really know much about it. So I downloaded it. I opened up an account. I thought it was just another fucking horseshit media thing. And I was right. It's horrible. It is by far the fucking dumbest thing. I thought TikTok was stupid, but at least there's some pretty creative people out there doing some kind of creative things to some, you know, some really good music. Still not a fan, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm I am what I am. But this fucking app, Snapchat, I don't fucking get it. I really don't. So is this my Clint Eastwood get off my lawn moment? Maybe I don't know. But I had 
my oldest daughter tell me, this is not a fucking app for you to promote your podcast. And I was like, eh, I think this guy knows what he's talking about. He's kind of the social media guy. And then my youngest daughter said almost exactly word for word, the same fucking thing. So then I had two of them and I was like, hmm, maybe they're right. But the real kicker for me was um, when I found this guy that I'm in a baseball fantasy league with and he works at the Keg Steakhouse and Bar. I'm not going to say your fucking name, but you know who you are. When he saw me on this horrible app and then he messaged me and told me that this app is mainly for either guys to try and get laid or something along those lines and this was not a place to promote your podcast. I immediately deleted it as soon as he said that. So I want to thank that gentleman, um, my social media guy who's usually on point. Um, you should be ashamed of yourself. We are not 14-year-old boys trying to get laid. I'm trying to promote a brand, you fucking asshole. And you should also delete this from your phone because you are not a 14-year-old boy anymore. So next story. Headlines you'll see on your phone that you'll never see on TV. Uh, the driving uh, snow, snow guy thing. So the story there is a driver in Denver, Colorado, Steve Paddock, was apparently frustrated with not only the size of the nine-foot snowman being built on his neighbor's lawn, but also the noise that the kids were making while building the snowman. After numerous complaints, the kid, or sorry, after numerous complaints to the kids and asking them to keep the volume down, Paddock decided to drive onto the front lawn of this house and destroy the snowman, which, like I said, was over nine feet tall. What Paddock didn't count on, and what's even th the funny thing about this story that I find funny anyways, is this guy's a neighbor. So he's seen this house before. He's seen this lawn before without the snowman. So anyways, he drives onto the front lawn and decides to run over the snowman in his car. Uh, unfortunately for Chris, or sorry, whatever it's the guy's paddock, uh, it's, unfortunately for paddock, uh, the snowman was built on a giant tree stump. So when he climbed the curb and drove into the snowman, he smashed into the tree stump and wrecked his 2004 Toyota Tercel. So I'm guessing uh, maybe uh, a little morning uh, daytime drinking was involved here, or, um, you know, it, this actually sounds like it could be a Florida story, except for the fact that obviously Florida barely or very rarely gets snow. But if you're fucking going to get so angry at a bunch of kids making a snowman that you feel the, the need to get in your car and run it over, I'm guessing there was um, daytime drinking and maybe fentanyl or something else involved. But it doesn't sound like something that would, uh, you know, I mean, fuck you. you. You drive a Toyota to sell, you probably deserve it in the end. So like I said, I'm going to post a picture of the snowman and the tree stump because I saw it and I was like, I just thought to myself, there's no fucking way you didn't know there was a tree there at some point. I mean, I know the tree's gone, but where the fuck do you think the stump went? And anyways, it is what it is. Fuck that guy. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to post a picture of it anyways. Uh, next story. And this is a fucking funny one. Hit and run driver. So hit and run driver gets caught because of the evidence she left behind. Susan Chin of Seattle, Washington, was involved in a hit-and-run situation at a busy intersection in the early morning uh, hours of March 2021. Susan Chin, who is an Asian driver, but no stereotype there, oh no. Uh, anyway, Susan Chin, uh, da, 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 reports say Chin 
um, accelerated through a yellow light and collided with a car, making a left-hand turn. So after colliding with another vehicle, Chin's license plate was embedded into the other vehicle's side panel of her doors, and when Chen reversed to flee, the license plate ripped off of her vehicle and remained attached to the other vehicle's doors. I don't imagine that Seattle Police Department is putting their best detectives on this case, and Susan Chin has most likely already had a visit from Seattle's finest. Um... Yeah, anyways, you, you, you think she's wondering how the police got her so fast? Like, oh my god, I just got an accident four hours ago and you were already at my house. Um, again, I, was, I thought it was hilarious. I saw the picture. I read the story. I have to post this picture as well because it's literally a picture of a car with a fucking huge smash in it and the license plate is still in, embedded in the doors. So I thought that was fucking funny. Good for you, Susan. So, uh, next story. Um, oh! This is the special time of the day. This is the special time of the episode. This is time for Of Course It Happened in Florida. And this is a this is like I said, this is gonna be a recurring segment segment. Uh, so check this story out. Florida man found with granddad's ears in his pocket after brutal murder and says he just wanted the victim to join his late grandmother. So there's a lot to take in there. So let's take it from uh, the quote. A Florida man is accused of beating and stabbing his grandfather to death and then cutting off his ears, which were found in his pockets after the gruesome murder had occurred. Colby Parker, 30 years old, was covered in blood and standing next to the victim's dead body when deputies arrived on Saturday night to investigate the incident. The suspect, Parker, had called 911 himself to report that his grandfather had attacked him while the pair was smoking marijuana at their home. Marijuana. Marijuana, you say. Okay. Um, you cut Grandpa's fucking ears off because you were smoking pot? You see, this is why I stick to drinking. I don't need that shit in my life. I don't need to fucking smoke the reefer and all of a sudden um, I fucking attack somebody and cut their fucking head off or their ears or whatever. Anyways, I'm joking. I know that's not pot. I'm guessing. I'm leaning towards uh, bath salts or fucking, again, fentanyl, which seems to be all the rage these days. But uh, I'm going to also post a picture of this beautiful man because, well, if you see him, he's the kind of guy you would say, there's a fucking chance that guy's got some fucking ears in his pocket. So it's not a huge shock. But again, Florida, again, awesome. Again, a place I'm trying to retire in, which is not a joke. I actually want to retire in fucking Florida. Tampa Bay, I want to see my bucks. I want to get up every day, see palm trees, and possibly see a guy wearing a fucking ear necklace. I don't know. Anyways, that's a long time away. So... Oh, here's a, a fucking headline straight from the Department of What the Fuck is Wrong With You category. Marvel Superfan Breaks World Record by Watching Avengers Endgame 191 Times. So to put this in perspective, Avengers Endgame has a running time of 181 minutes. It took this fucking mouth breather 576 hours to complete this task and it took him 24 full fucking days to do it. I have seen the movie three times. I loved it. 
but I'm fucking good. So this is the fucking goal in life is to spend uh, 24 days watching a Marvel movie. And they wonder why when we were teenagers and we said we liked comic books and shit like this, people used to punch us in the fucking head. So guys like this wouldn't come out in public and do shit like this. You fucking jerk off. Uh, anyway, speaking of movies, I did see Godzilla vs. Kong over the weekend. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to give fuck all the way, uh, but it was two thumbs up from me. I can't complain about two giant fucking monsters throwing down and destroying multiple cities. Always been a Godzilla guy. Don't mind Kong. They fucking go at it. Um, if you're paying for it on your box, I want to say it's around 40 bucks. Um, I have the IPTV, so I didn't pay a fucking cent. And if you want to uh, talk IPTV with me, anyone who's out there and wants to give Rogers the fucking go fuck yourself like I did for 15 bucks a month, I get 3000 fucking channels, all these crazy ass movies, Wonder Woman and Mortal Kombat that's coming out in three weeks. I get it all for 15 bucks a month, not to mention live sports and all this horse shit. So fuck you, Rogers, and fuck you, Bell, and fuck you, everyone else, for a hundred bucks a month for cable. Uh, anyways, um, so the, the 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 great thing about this movie was because it did so well, and because the guy who wrote it um, is obviously going to get a lot of acclaim for you know this movie making a shit ton of money uh, and and getting great reviews, is he's already been given the green light to make wait for it wait for it a Thundercats movie. I fucking love the cartoon, one of my all-time favorites from the 80s, right there with G.I. Joe and Transformers. Those were the fucking three cartoons. Those were the best. Uh, the G.I. Joe movies weren't bad. Some of them were horrible. Some of them were okay. None of them were really good. The Transformers movies, the first one was pretty good, and then the rest of them were fucking pretty bad. And somehow I own them all. Go fucking figure that one out. Um, so yeah, um, and all my time, um, and I'm positive that a Thundercats movie will absolutely fucking suck. But again, take my money because I'm all in and I would definitely fucking, if theaters ever open up again, I would be one of the first in line to watch Lion-O and that crazy ass sword uh, against Mumra. And last, but certainly not least, here's a headline that will make you want to smash all the windows in your fucking house. Kim... Fucking Kardashian has a $60 million play village for her kids in the backyard of her home. I saw, once I read this story, I didn't believe it. I thought it was horse shit. Stupid me. It's totally fucking legit. Uh, I saw pics online. Uh, this uh, village, and I want to say that they use the term village. I'm going to say fucking town, um, you know, small city. Uh, for $60 million, trust me, if you see the pictures, it is a fucking small city. Um, this small city has an ice cream store. Uh, it has a shoe store with uh, Kanye West's, her father's fucking sneakers in it, and Jordans and stuff. You can actually, She can actually go and buy clothes. So she has a footlocker in her backyard. Um, yeah, uh, so a footlocker. Uh, it has a mailman. So there's actually a fucking guy who's getting paid to walk around the fucking compound in a fake city delivering fake fucking mail. It, it, it's kind of like the Truman Show. That's the only thing I can compare it to. It, it, it's the Truman Show for kids. For like for like fucking little kids. Uh, it has a mailman, a movie theater, and uh, yeah, it, I, it, it's incredible. I, 
and incredible in the most negative way I can fucking put that word. If you can even say incredible and negative in the same way, it's, it's, it's fucking breathtaking, but it's also fucking depressing as shit. Um, she has people that she pays to do fake jobs. So her fucking, um, little, I don't even know how many kids she has, but her little fucking, um, bratty, uh, stupid fucking slob kids can go bowling anytime they want because they have a bowling alley. Uh, so some poor fucking slob who thought he was probably going to make it in Hollywood as an actor or actress or whatever is now being fucking paid to run a fake village for a bunch of spoiled little shits every fucking day, seven days a week. And I don't even know if it's an eight hour job. Like, are you working 16 hours today because oh, she's having friends over or do you just get to punch out after your day's done? I mean, how does this work? What if, what if the kid wants to go to fucking buy a pair of sneakers and go for an ice cream at say 1130 at night? Do you have to call this fucking guy in? Does he live on, on premises? Does he have his own little shack? Like kind of like fucking groundskeeper Willie from the Simpsons who sits in the back of the fucking, uh, of the, of uh, the schoolyard in a little hut. And I, I don't know how this shit works and I can't believe that this is a real thing. But it is, and if you see the fucking money that Kanye West just signed to sign with the Gap, uh, oh my God, like, it, it's fucking depressing. Um, yeah, so there's that story. Uh, so that's it. I'm going to wrap up the Hostile Environment podcast for today, April 5th, 2021, episode number 11. That will be a wrap. Join me again on Thursday as I talk a lot of shit and I say a lot of curse words and here on the Hostile Environment Podcast, we appreciate your viewing. We appreciate your downloads and subscriptions. And please, please, please spread the word. Uh, I have a, two sponsors in place that I will be up and running with before May. So I will have two sponsors. So things are getting better. Things are getting bigger. Please just fucking tell your friends, hey, if you want to listen to some fucking guy while you're driving in traffic in the morning, you know, give this guy a shot. Anything you guys can do would be very helpful. You guys are already very helpful by just downloading and subscribing. I'm not even going to shout out my social media today. No, no, I'm lying. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Uh, you know the gimmick. Uh, email j.hostile.environment at gmail.com. Twitter is at podcast under hostile. IG is j.hostile, which I think I actually changed. No, I changed the Instagram. So anyways, most of you guys already know where that is. Uh, TikTok is at the Hostile Paw Environment Pod, and Facebook because they still won't let me change it is still Jay Cowell. So that is it for today. Thank you guys. I appreciate it, and I will talk to you again on Thursday. Enjoy the spring.